0: With a
1: little hat on. and welcome back we are back here with he got to third base with brendan sullivan and tommy franage what's up tommy hey man how's your night going not too bad just wolfed down about six tacos
0: oh that'll <laughs> that'll work out for you later tonight i'm sure
1: <laughs> eh, they weren't too spicy so it, I, I think i'm i'm safe
0: won't be too bad then got it got it all right well it's been quite a dramatic Week of baseball, I must say.
1: Is it going to be like this all year, you think? Especially with the
0: Astros and everything else? It just it seems that way. Have you been seeing all the crazy stuff with uh, sports betting leagues already? Uh, I
1: saw the amount of times that the Astros are going to get hit. 83 was the
0: over-under, I believe. 83.5 is for some casinos. Other casinos have it at 80.5. I mean... I, I'm just curious, does that work for only guys currently wearing Astros jerseys, or does that work for guys like Marwin Gonzalez, who are you know, now wearing a Twins jersey, if they hit him, does it count too, since he was an Astro then? And
1: <laughs> I think it's just for the guys that are on the Astros right now.
0: Just Astros if, right If
1: it was me, I, this is what I've been telling people all day long, mine would be 162 uh,
0: hits batsmen. So one a game
1: one again. Got it. And it's always the first inning. This is what you do. This is what this is my mind because I love it when the players police themselves. Like, you know how that's why I loved Madison Bumgarner cuz he always policed the batters. When they stood in the batter's box too long, he would start yelling at them or threw a pitch at them just to tell them to, "Hey, you hit it good, you beat me, and I will start running." All the pitchers, this is what's got to happen. Very first game, very first batter, very first pitch, you hit him right in the ass. Don't, don't (laughs) go, don't, don't go for the head, don't, don't try to injure the guy, just give him a message, hit him in the butt, hit him in the thigh, something meaty that's not going to really hurt him. Just give him a good, nice little welt, you know, just, just one of those black and blue, like, pow, right there. Now, in the second game, what you do is, the second batter, you hit. (laughs) Secondary. you see where
0: i'm going okay
1: so third game you hit the third guy and then once you go all the way down to nine you start up again so every so that way they get the message and that way everybody else gets the message you try to do this shit you're gonna get punished and players have a right to police themselves they've done it in the past why should it now
0: be any different so hit all nine guys even though like maybe one of them wasn't on the 2017 team or something uh yeah okay Interesting. I, I wonder, like, if there'll be, like, certain players picked on or not. Another interesting bet line they have out right now is who will be hit most. And right now, the line that pays the least is Bregman. So they seem to expect he'll get Bean more than anybody. Really? Bregman is even odds. Springer is 2-1. to one. I kind of think it might be Springer just because he hugs the plate so much. And then Altuve is three to one, and Correa is seven to two. But I also think it could be Correa with all his big talking recently.
1: <laughs> I was about to, excuse me. I was about to say I think it's Correa. I think Correa is going to get hit the most.
0: It's unfortunately a very sticky situation right now with all the players now saying stuff and everything. So it's oh, it's just I don't know. I just hope it gets put in the past really fast. But another, another funny bet line I just saw come out was. Total amount of Astros to charge the mound. Will it happen one? <laughs> will it happen more than one and a half times on the season? I just that one just popped up. That one's pretty good. <laughs> uh,
1: I think. I think if the same guy keeps getting hit, so if like Bregman keeps getting hit after like a week or two, I think then he'll start getting frustrated. The one that I would be shocked at is if Carlos Beltron was still playing, if he would get hit more. Because yes. he was part of the mastermind behind this, along with Alex Correa, right. and if they were managing, do you think a pitcher might just throw one right into the dugout just for the hell of it?
0: Oh, dang! That would be that would be interesting. And just say, "Oh, I slipped," or something.
1: Yeah, right. Like make it a stumble kind of thing, and just rifle one right through there.
0: I bet you that would turn into one of those mound charges from somebody for sure.
1: Oh, without a doubt. But it's, it's it's an interesting thing. I still believe that the players should have gotten suspended. If you were on the team back back when it started, you should have gotten suspended. And I give Mike Fry, uh, Fryer. Is it Fryer or is it F- Frears?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right.
1: Um, I give him props for coming out because he didn't know what the punishment was going to be. He could have lost his whole entire baseball career.
0: Well, did you hear what, what the commissioner said today? He spoke to the union because I mean we had what Trout, Bauer, Turner, um, Bellinger, Bellinger, Aaron Judge, even LeBron James stepped in today. Yeah, and he, like I thought the worst one was Nick Marcakis, though. He said like they each need a beating or something like that.
1: I like uh, Justin Turner's uh, quote. Justin Justin Turner said uh, something along the lines is like, well, at least we didn't have to cheat to win a ring. And if it's really just a piece of metal, then all that's good for it is the commissioner's name or something like that. Like he just flat out called out the commissioner. And this commissioner is not doing very well. I, I don't like him.
0: Manfred came out and he apologized for that today, saying sorry for calling it a piece of metal, basically. He didn't say those words. He didn't even use piece of metal again. But he apologized for the way he referred to the trophy. But then he told us how he couldn't dig into this investigation and get words from the players without talking to, like, the player unions first. But the union said they can only get true confessions from the players if the players are all granted immunity first. So I... That...
1: Uh, so it's so it's a catch-22.
0: Right. But then here, here's my, my thing. If the players weren't honest with their apparent fully honest... Uh, Statements? Then they should get suspended. And Carlos Correa said, We didn't use the trash can in 2017. And then... Manfred later said, "Oh no, we confirmed it. They used it in 2017. So I think Korea at least should still be suspended."
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 a funny situation, and you don't have, from what I've heard from other podcasts and radio shows here out here in the Bay Area, Manfred is not a ball baseball guy at all. He is a lawyer, and that's it. So if you have a guy that doesn't care about baseball, then he's not going to care about anything that's going
0: on in the league. He's just going to want to care about the income then. Yep. Got it.
1: Yep, exactly. And try to and try to boost up uh ticket sales. Well, you're doing it the wrong way by creating all these rules, these new rules that you're placing in. The game itself there's nothing wrong with it. It's you got to adhere to the fans. And then you got to grasp the younger fans that's where the money is because the younger fans are going to teach the their kids and so on so as soon as you can grasp the younger kids that's where you're going to make all their money i mean look at the nba they made it where it's an all-out highlight reel. i don't watch basketball i do not care about basketball but yet on facebook all my videos for some freaking reason is slam dunks And I get really bored with Sam Dunks. Now, if you put Mike Trout robbing a home run, Aaron Nolanado doing a fantastic diving play, or just the crack of the bat from Giancarlo Stanton, those are sounds that you will never, ever repeat because every catch is different. There's always the same freaking Sam Dunk.
0: Right. I mean, other than the dunk contest the other day, I I completely agree with you.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's spruced up. (laughs) That's spruced up uh dunking though like this is in-game live action things like yeah i can kind of see like a breaking a guy's ankle or something but i'm sorry put a basketball player in a baseball position where a 98 mile per hour ground ball where if it hits a rock you're losing an eye is coming at you
0: it's the nose for sure. Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> instead of just a big basketball that you have total control over, sorry, the hand eye combination that has to go into baseball is so superior than any other sport.
0: So, jumping back to the whole scandal at the Astros right now, I've seen a few different lawsuits. We talked about the one from Bolsinger last week, and uh, the former Blue Jay pitcher and how his career got ruined by it. So, he's got his lawsuit in place. There's also lawsuits from fantasy players who like want their money back I guess I don't know if they were using DraftKings or FanDuel but apparently like had Bregman not hit that one home run they would have won the three thousand dollar prize or things like that so
1: that's that's getting ridiculous that that that, that to me is getting too ridiculous listen dude you win some you lose some in that situation you pick the wrong guy you can't You can't change that fact. These are people that are actually losing their job, losing their lifestyle over it. You still have a job to go to. You still have a house to go to. You still have all this good stuff that you can do. Baseball, Fantasy baseball is not your true job. These guys need this for a living. Their wives, their family, they all count on it. I can see this lawsuit from the players, cannot see the lawsuit from the fantasy owners. It's fantasy, dude.
0: You have no control over it. Okay, if you don't like that one, I want to see your reaction to this. We have a Houston Astros season ticket holder now suing the team due to the fact that since the Astros were so successful from 17, 18, the ticket price for season tickets had like risen 20% or something, and so now he's suing and wanting his money back because apparently they shouldn't have been that good. So ticket prices shouldn't have risen. He's trying to set in something where... Ticket prices can't rise for the next two years, and he gets a million
1: bucks. (laughs) (laughs) That one's a weird one. Um, I get where he's coming from. I, I totally get where he's coming from. I mean, look at us. We're Giants fans, and when they won the World Series, tickets just skyrocketed. Well, guess what? That's what happens, and guess what? If they didn't get caught, they will be doing the same thing and the ticket prices will be still rising. So in my opinion, no, you don't get your money back because guess what? You're still seeing the cream of the crop of the Astros being played. You're still seeing guys like Altuve, Correa, Bergman. You had guys like Beltron out there, Brian McCann. These guys are future Hall of Famers regardless of what happened. But You need to get to see the other players that are around the league that are future Hall of Famers. There's only once in a lifetime that you get to see somebody like Mike Trout. I mean, he's compared to Babe Frickin' Ruth. You're never going to give that up. And So, granted, you're giving a lot of money, money to the Houston Astros, but in return also, you're seeing a lot of players that we've never seen the likes of before.
0: Yeah, The fact that he's like an Astro season ticket holder I just hope he's not actually an Astro fan To be suing his team like that Even if the Giants got busted for cheating You and I would never sue them
1: (laughs) No, we couldn't But dude, working for the Sacramento Kings There's a lot of fans that Wanted to cancel their uh, Season tickets just because They hated DeMarcus Cousins I mean, fans are weird And we're one of them, so We're fucked
0: (laughs) Right I was guessing maybe the guy like just had season tickets to like sell for a profit or something. But when I read it, like, it was an actual Astro season ticket holder. I was, I was laughing. But well,
1: that's what he can do too. He can get his money back by just reselling his tickets because there are kids that would want to see. I mean, granted, they don't know what's going on with all this like doing the singles and everything else. They just like Altuve. He's a short little fucker that can hit the ball a long way and run like the devil.
0: And then protect his buzzer or whatever's underneath his yes. jersey.
1: Or, or, sorry, the crappy tattoo. Oh, right, he doesn't want right. to
0: show the crappy tattoo. I forgot about the tattoo story. I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> that is such a stupid-ass story. Correa used to grow up and learn how to lie.
0: Yeah, he needs, he needs the suspension at least. At least Correa. All right. Oh, God. So jumping over to a little other baseball drama, back to our side of things in the Bay, Aubrey Huff had his tweet, couldn't imagine taking baseball instruction from an ex-female softball player. Have fun with that. Tying or Tagging Brandon Crawford, Brandon Belt, and Buster Posey in it. And then going on some more. What do you think of that whole scenario when it comes to him not being invited now to the reunion for the World Series, 2010 World Series?
1: I... When I first read it, I, I was actually kind of hurt by it just because I like Aubrey Huff. I, I thought he was freaking hilarious during the 2010 season, especially with the rally thong, the whole nine yards. And I didn't even know he got in trouble for that. So I, I was a little hurt. But then as you dug deeper, it, it, the guy's a sexist, like plain and simple. And uh, earlier today, he was on um, 95.7 The Game. And he did a whole radio interview where they wanted to get his input, like, like, like a good radio show host does. He he wants to hear, his, excuse me, his side of the story. And so then they start talking, and you can tell the the host is just getting a little bit more and more irritated. Just something about it, something about what Aubrey Huff was saying was kind of irking ear, him. And Aubrey Huff basically straight up said, he goes, and that's not verbatim, so don't really quote me on it he basically says he goes i don't believe that women should coach men in professional baseball just as men should not coach women in professional women's sports women are hard enough to deal with already and that's when everything got snapped the host basically cuts him off saying, now I understand it. I understand why the San Francisco Giants did not bring you on. You are totally arrogant and just went off on a tirade. And I mean, to Aubrey Huff's credit, he remained calmed. He was saying, hey, if you don't like what I'm saying, then take me off this interview. I don't have to do this interview. I'm just stating what I believe. And he's 100% correct, but... Dude, there's a time and there's a place. And you did it at the wrong time, in the wrong place, on the wrong media. And you're gonna get a lot of backlash for this. And you're a good he's a good guy, but dude, learn. M- learn from your mistake.
0: He's gotta try to see it from a perspective other than his own for once. Especially yeah. on the radio.
1: <laughs> yeah, now for me and you, I mean, you know this. Like for me. If a girl knows, if a woman or a girl knows the sport, let them go. I do not care. If my team wins any way possible, if that means a female head coach is going to take ownership and tell me exactly what to do, guess what? I am going to listen to her and say, Yes, ma'am, let's win this thing. I know for a fact, and you know this, my own sister, I will put her up against some guys. For baseball knowledge. She knows more shit than some of the guys that I know.
0: Yes, she does. She's a genius. She made me a fool that one night we were having those beers at the table. <laughs> which which night was that? that? There was many, was many of those. Of those. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the one that I didn't have to drink too much because maybe she didn't beat me too badly, but I might remember still.
1: <laughs> oh, but yeah, that that whole situation, Aubrey Huff's got to, I mean, dude, you can say whatever you want, but... Don't do it on social media. Like, you don't need political statements. Like, just, just get rid of
0: them. Luckily, Gabe Kapler came on ESPN and was like, simply, I think she's going to be a great coach. So he backed her up well to try to resolve the little issue.
1: Good. I mean, look at what the Niners did with their female uh, coach. They went to the Super Bowl.
0: Yep, and now she's and on she commercials like it. crazy.
1: Yeah, and the Niners, all the Niners players respect her. They even come out and they're like, she's a great coach.
0: Good good. So as baseball season approaches, I've been taking a look at some fantasy rankings. I've been doing a bunch of the mock drafts. Are you ready for our draft? I think I got it like set for late March or something.
1: Oh, I thought it was coming up this weekend.
0: Okay. Originally like an idiot, I had it set for like May 27th or something, but I switched that to March. <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude, I'm ready. I am excited this year. I'm I'm trying to listen to a bunch of podcasts about who to draft, who's a sleeper, who this, who that, and yeah, uh, it's going to be a fun one this year, I think. I think there's going to be some uh shockers. Got to admit, that one I do have one sleeper up my sleeve. I have one.
0: Okay. I, I won't I won't make you blow that on the air with me cuz otherwise I'll probably steal him.
1: I don't think you'll steal him.
0: I think we'll I think we should play this little game I got right here. I'm gonna name. Go for it. I'm gonna name two players who play the same position, and I want you to tell oh. me who you think is ranked higher.
1: Ooh! All right, you got to give me some uh, some stats with that, if that's okay. Stats? Oh. Yeah.
0: I don't have stats. I just have rank and like their name and their age.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Let me let me go real quick. All right, so go ahead and start with the first one.
0: Okay, so first we'll do catchers. We got Diamondbacks catcher Carson Kelly. And then our our guy, Buster Posey with the Giants. Who do you think is ranked higher?
1: Ooh. I'm, I actually know that Buster Posey is ranked super low. A lot of the podcasts I've been listening to have him ranked super low for some reason. Oh, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Who does Kelly play for again? The
0: Diamondbacks.
1: Uh, okay, so I actually think that it's... um. Kelly. I think Kelly is ranked higher than Buster
0: Posey. Yes, according to ESPN rankings, Kelly is number 271 overall while Buster Posey is number 1250.
1: Alright, here we we go. Here's some stats for you that that the uh, the, uh, let's see here. Do I get it? Yeah, Yeah, there there it is. So So, last last season, Kelly Kelly batted 245 with 18 home runs and 47 RBIs. That was last, last year. year. Good so, amount of homers. I, I can see where they're going with it, but I think Buster's going to have a bas- bounce back. But uh, I, I, in my personal opinion, I probably would go Buster.
0: I was thinking like, well, how is Buster not even, you know, in the top thousand here? <laughs> I was blown away by that. Buster
1: is, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting with Buster. See, this doesn't make sense. So Buster last season batted 257, seven home runs while they moved in the fence and had 43 runs and 38 runs batted in. They don't have very many guys that get on base. So I, I still would take Buster depending on what kind of league yet you're in because he's probably going to get that batting average up.
0: Get the average up, still be missing a bit on the ribbies though. Got it. Yep. All right, let's move on to first base. So we got... New Milwaukee Brewers first baseman, Justin Smoke. And then former Milwaukee Brewer, Eric Thames. Who do you think is ranked higher? Smoke. Smoke, yes. Yeah, Smoke It beats him. He's the 30th overall first baseman at number 284. Well, Thames is the 33rd overall first baseman, but not even given a, a real ranking number.
1: <laughs> Jesus. I just looked at Smoke. He... He hits for power, but man, this his batting average sucks. He only hit two oh eight last year. Two oh eight. Oh, he's like the yeah. new Adam
0: Dunn. Then he can put it over the wall, but Jesus. not always touch yeah. it.
1: Twenty two home runs last year with sixty one RBIs. But uh, yeah, uh, Thames just hasn't been the same since that breakout year. Uh, he, he's just kind of fallen by the wayside.
0: Let's see here. Let's move on to second base. So how about Howie Kendrick? And Starlin Castro, both guys on the Nationals now. Hmm.
1: I'm gonna say that Kendrick is ranked higher, but in my opinion, I would pro, I might take Castro over him.
0: Gotcha. Castro is ranked higher. Damn it! Trust the gut, man. <laughs>
1: Damn it! I thought for sure after after Howie Kendrick's like
0: little little show in uh, in the playoffs, right? he would be ranked higher. But that, that's what had me like, what the heck? How is he? How is he beneath La Stella and all these guys? But but yeah, he's age. way down there.
1: I guess it's age and the fact that they're bringing in Castro for the new gun.
0: Makes sense. All right, let's see. Third base. Ooh, here's a good one. Dodgers, Max Muncie. Or Mets Jeff McNeil. Ooh, 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 ooh. Both guys on the rise, you know.
1: I think I, I personally would probably go McNeil, but I think Muncy is ranked higher.
0: McNeil's got him by two spots. He's Damn 98, it! Ninety-eight and Muncy is one hundred. <laughs>
1: I thought that they would rank Muncy higher because he's got a little bit more pop. Uh, let's see how many. I think he had, yeah, he had 35 home runs last year, Max C. Dang, well. and batted 251. I mean, McNeil, I would go McNeil just because I love batting average guys. If you get on base, you're more likely going to score. That's how I kind of view it, and it always helps in fantasy. Because a lot of guys nowadays, they either hit the home run or strike out. And I like guys that can get my batting
0: average up. There you go. Very true. Once extension makes sense of that kind of home run number.
1: Yeah. And he had 101 uh, runs and 98 RBIs. I mean, the dude the dude is legit.
0: All right. Let's see. What's next? Shortstops. Do you think Elvis Andres or Didi Gregorius is ranked higher?
1: that's a tough one because everybody from what I'm hearing everybody thinks that DD Dee going to drop
0: DD plays for Philly now he's reached the age of 30 Andres is 31 he's still a ranger
1: I'm going to say Andres is ranked higher
0: you're correct 156 DD is 201
1: but I, I think DD might I mean in that ballpark with the bats that he have has behind him I think Didi's Dee going to
0: be pretty good. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have his bat in my fantasy team, to be honest with you. So I think so too. I think he could. I mean, the way he was sitting at Yankee Stadium, he can put a few out of Citizens Bank, no problem.
1: But Yankee Stadium's a little bit closer for that pool hitter than than Philly, from what I've heard. So, but you never know. I mean, Philly is still a short, short field.
0: All right. Let's see. Let's, let's do a few in the outfield now. Do it. All right. Uh, how about Michael Conforto from the Mets or Victor Robles from the Nationals?
1: Victor Robles is ranked higher, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Robles is actually three spots behind Conforto. <laughs>
1: Damn it! Oh, I thought Victor was higher.
0: I, I would Fuck. totally think Victor's higher. I think Victor would beat a bunch of these guys <laughs> who were in front of him. But
1: I, I thought that nobody liked uh, Conforto anymore.
0: Yeah, he, he definitely dropped for me in fantasy over the last couple years. At least in my interest level, I'm grabbing him. But Alright, let's see. Another outfielder one.
1: Hold on real quick. Yeah, still last year hit 257. 33 home runs. That's probably it right there at the pop. 33. Victor doesn't... I don't recall Victor having that many home runs at all.
0: Uh, I, I bet he will one day, though. He just got to develop a little bit more.
1: Yeah, let's see here. He had 17 home runs last year, but he did have 28 stolen base. So if you want those stolen bases, that would be your guy. Because you always can get power somewhere else. But if you need stolen base...
0: He's got the extra tools, for sure.
1: And he's got pretty much the same betting average as Conforto, which is 255 for Victor.
0: Okay, just right there.
1: Yeah.
0: Let's see. How about a big guy on the rise, Austin Meadows of the Rays, or Nick Castellanos, the new Cincinnati Red?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Well, if you're going Dynasty, I would say go Meadows. But in that ballpark, I'm going to say Castellanos.
0: Meadows is ranked 42nd overall, and Castellanos is 59th.
1: Damn it. (laughs) Damn it. I I wasn't sure if they were going to like the young young blood or not.
0: Yeah, they must expect a huge year out of that guy because he jumped up quite a few spots.
1: Well, he put on a, quite a bit of a show for a short time up here.
0: Let's see. And then, let's see, one more in the outfield. How about the new teammates? I mean, not that we like these guys, but Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger. Who do you think is ranked higher? Oh, it's Mookie. Okay, you know that one. <laughs> it's Mookie,
1: hands down. I would
0: much rather have
1: Mookie than Bellinger, in all honesty. Just because Bellinger had... Two good years with one bad year in between. Mookie's been pretty much solid all the way through.
0: Good job. Good job on that one. Beats him by a couple spots. Let's see. How about DHs? Would be a fun one to play. How about pitcher and batter Otani against Oakland A's power hitter Chris Davis?
1: Otani. Otani's ranked higher, if I'm not mistaken. That Chris Davis last year wasn't very good and I think everybody thinks that uh, that Father Time's finally catching
0: up to him. I bet he misses Miller Park, that's for sure. Could be. But yes, yeah, so Otani's got him beat by it looks like thirty eight spots overall.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I would like Otani on my team for sure.
0: Just need him to stay healthy and Angels might come out of nowhere. If the Astros tank, you'd be a good A's and Angels fight. Oh well, yeah. Especially with Madden there now?
1: I think Madden's going to help that team a lot
0: alrighty let's take a look at some starting pitching there's a fun one youngsters Tyler Glassnow against Braves pitcher Mike Soroka I believe I like Soroka more but
1: I believe with what he did uh, last year that Glassnow is going to be ranked higher
0: correct. glassnow has got him beat by four spots in the rankings.
1: I, I would take either one of those guys, though, in all honesty. Same here. I had Glasnow last year, and he I was killing it every time I had a two-start from him, but then he got injured, and I got all screwed over.
0: Yep, injuries are definitely the buzzkill. Snell messed me up last year with his big injury. <laughs> What's with those Rays pitchers? Never know. All right, let's see. So here's a guy at a good year last year, Lucas Giolito of the White Sox, against his division rival from the Indians, Carlos Carrasco.
1: I am going to say uh, Giolito is ranked higher.
0: Yes, Giolito beat him by two spots. Giolito actually went down in the rankings, though, and Carrasco went up, but he still stayed you know in front why? of
1: him. You know why Giolito went uh down is because of his era but what keeps him uh higher is the fact that he has the most strikeouts ever like what was this yeah last season 228 strikeouts in 176 176 innings pitch like the dude is a strikeout machine now that being said though a lot of pitch count managers don't like pitchers going deep that's probably why he dropped two.
0: We'll see if his new offensive weapons on his team can get him some more Ws this year then.
1: It's going to be tough with that
0: field. Let's see. One more. One more of the starters. Let's have about new Diamondback Madison Bumgarner against Yankee starter Tanaka.
1: Personally, I would much rather have Bummy well, me than Tanaka, but Tanaka is solid. I've had him like the past three years on my team, and he's just been nothing but a solid like third, second or third pitcher for your fantasy team. Um, so I'm gonna say Tanaka is actually ranked higher.
0: Bumgarner went down from his last year ranking, but still has Tanaka beat by twelve spots. Damn it! I think health might be a thing right there.
1: I, I think so too, but I thought that with. Bummy and his shoulder, and the injuries, and everything else that people might look frown upon that even more so.
0: Gotcha, makes sense. Let's see, and finally, relief pitchers.
1: This one's gonna to be tough because relief pitching sucked last year. I was banking on relief pitching to be good, and my team suffered for it.
0: Let's see here, how about Indians reliever Brad Hand against new Brave reliever Will Smith, former Giant closer. But Will Smith's not
1: even the closer. They already said that it's Mark Melanson. But Will Smith is ranked higher. I know that than Mark Melanson, which is outrageous to me.
0: Oh, Melanson sucks.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, but I I don't know. Like, If you know that the Braves already came out and stated that Melanson's going to be their closer, why are you still doing Will Smith? That being said, I believe that Hand is ranked higher than Will Smith.
0: Well, you're right. Hand is 78th overall and 6th reliever. Will Smith is 8th reliever and 96th overall, so you got that one. Let's see. Let's jump to, like, random relievers. Here's, here's Melanson. He's way back here. He's not even rated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. How about um, Seth Lugo from the Mets? against Royals' Ian Kennedy, former starter.
1: I'm going to say Ian Kennedy is ranked higher. He should be. He should be, yes. He's gotten the saves. I know that he can close out games.
0: I can't believe Kennedy is this low, but yeah, Lugo's got him beat by 13 spots. I was... I mean, I can't believe guys... Are, Are they thinking that Lugo's going to come back into the starting role? I, I don't know. I mean, don't they have, like, Diaz and other guys who can close for the Mets?
1: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: So that's, that's why I I thought that one would get you pretty good.
1: <laughs>
0: Fuck. All right. Enough, enough of the fantasy. It's just kind of starting to piss me off now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, wait, wait, real quick, real quick. Since you have it up, tell me, what is uh, Mike Dostrensky ranked?
0: Yastrzemski. Okay, give me a give me a minute to find him. Oh gosh, is he not even on here? It he only goes like top 100 for every position. So he may not have even made it. Oh
1: shit, really? Here, let me see what I can find. Cuz like that?
0: Oh, here he is. He is he is not given a ranking, but he is the 99th outfielder overall. So that's probably like 2000. (laughs) 2000 something, probably, yeah. I
1: I don't know. I like him. I think I might do that as my last pick or try to pick him up on waivers. Like, that would be mine. That's my sleeper of uh, 2020.
0: Probably a pretty good one. That's
1: going to be my sleeper.
0: I always try to find somebody who can. That's a
1: deep, deep sleeper.
0: I always try to find somebody who can play like three or four positions with my last pick, be my guy to fill in for everybody.
1: Yeah, that's uh, Danny Santana. That's that's who I would go for.
0: Santana's one. I like David Fletcher with the Angels. He can play all the infield positions and outfield, or other than first base. But um, let's see. Oh, I didn't see that. I guess the Brewers made an acquisition today. Did you see them land hold?
1: No. They picked him up? I always liked him. Me too. He's a he's a he's a nice little. He was kind of like a Dustin Pedroia of all positions. I felt like.
0: He just always seemed to be like a really clutch guy, at least.
1: Mm. By the way, here you go. I got it on Yahoo. Mike Jastrzemski. He is ranked two hundred and seventy-seven overall on Yahoo Sports. Okay. How can that be? Like, why would? I'm sorry, but look listen to these numbers. You have 21 home runs, 55 RBIs on a team that doesn't get on base, two stolen base. I think he can actually steal more more bases, but Bochi doesn't like to run. But the dude hit 272 in 371 plate appearances. I think that's a pretty damn good hitter.
0: I agree. He was kind of the life to the team last year when nobody else was coming through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we get on to the fun part? Let's do it. And hear how your grammar is?
1: Oh, my grammar is freaking golden. All right. I sound good.
0: Let's hear the spelling happen, then. Let's start with uh, who would be fun. How about Red Sock? Andrew Benintendi. Ooh, I like him. I know you like him. <laughs> Ben Tenny,
1: uh, ooh, 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 okay, okay, I got this, I got this, I got this. Uh, B E N E D
0: E T T I. <laughs> nope, afraid not. Ah! Ben Intendi. B E N I N T E N D I. I'm
1: sorry, my Italian people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, let's see. This guy was a big whoop last year. San Diego State player Stephen Strasburg. Uh, Strasburg, S T
1: R A U S
0: Strasburg. B U R G. Oh, you're so close! You you only missed it by one letter. You put a. You put a U after the A when there isn't one. Other than that, though, you had it perfect. (laughs) For some reason, I thought there was a U in there. I thought you were going to spell the Berg part wrong and like spell it like... Oh, I was
1: thinking about it. I was definitely thinking about it. I thought I was going to put a G before the B. All
0: right. And last but not least, pitcher who's kind of been tossed around minor leagues, quite a few different organizations. I think he was with the Giants at one point. Kyle Bearclaw.
1: Is it really just bear claw like B E A R C L A W? That's how it's pronounced. Spelling may be different though. <laughs> how is it different? It's Bear Claw.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had to say the tough okay. one for last. <laughs>
1: so, so so there's a bunch of like um what you call it silent silent letters then. I, I guess, yeah. So is it actually like B-A-R-E-C-L-A-U-G-H?
0: Oh, that, that was a good attempt. It's a B A R You're close, though. You're close.
1: Whatever happens to just like Smith? or sullivan even freaking franich you can sound that out no let's throw in a freaking unpronounced
0: g somewhere all right I'll, I'll use like garrett cole and juan soto next week make it a little simpler <laughs> for you <laughs> no it's funner this way
1: <laughs>
0: oh man i i, I want to see if anybody's going to like treat garrett cole roughly since he you know was with the astros last year and everything <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's I mean I did hear one interesting fact. Uh they were talking about Justin Verlander, how he's always been the outspoken guy, like you should not cheat, you should not be taking steroids, da 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 da, da. Been always the bra raw guy kind of thing on that floor stand. Why didn't he stop this? Like, uh there's there's actually indications that he did go in did say something but in my opinion if you have this much of a problem with it like the manager going in and pounding the freaking tvs with the bat because he doesn't want his players doing this then sit those guys sit the whole freaking team bring up the minor leaguers you gotta you, justin verlander is the captain on this team Teach these guys, like, hey, listen, if I was a pitcher out there, I'm throwing at you. Or ask to be traded. I mean, I know Verlander wanted a ring, but still, dude, sometimes morals outweigh what you you want.
0: You got to expect him to make the right example for sure with his age and everything.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, Carlos Beltran should have done the same thing. The only one that really tried to do something was Brian McCann, and I think that's why he left. I think he was getting fed up with it. After after he got his ring, he's like, okay, that's it. Trade me. And he went over to uh, the Braves. And he helped that team grow up super fast.
0: Yeah, Braves will be a threat this year. I feel like that's why Marlon Gonzalez and a whole bunch of these guys took off, though. They're like, okay, I don't want to be mixed up in this anymore. and Maybe that's why Brock Holt ran for it.
1: it. You should have done it sooner. You should have left sooner. Or you should have made more of a stink about it
0: be interesting to see what happens when it comes to Red Sox punishments, when they announce that in a week or two, whenever that happens.
1: I mean, if you're not going to punish the Astros, then you can't punish anybody else.
0: Yeah, I don't expect them to be players true. on the Red Sox, but it would be interesting to see if they get fined the same amount and that kind of stuff.
1: They should get a little bit more fine. Didn't they get fined when they used the uh, Apple Watches?
0: Yeah, they did.
1: So, I mean, they've already had a strike against them for that, so...
0: We'll find out. Draft picks. Let's see what gets thrown out the window. Hopefully hopefully the Rays or Jays can step in because it looks like the Yankees might dominate that division for a little bit.
1: Yankees are looking good. I want to see the Rays come up, though. I, I like how they're looking, and I think that they can make a good little push. Me
0: too. I, I want to see Vlad Jr., Biggio, like all, all the juniors over there in Toronto, along oh, with their, yeah. their guys, step up and... Out that's, of that's
1: another guy i'm i'm looking to grab in the later rounds hopefully uh all depends on where where everybody drafts but i would want bia i mean he's an outfielder second baseman with some speed and a, apparently a great eye so i mean you'll get the walks you get the on base percentage and that would help out your average a lot
0: right definitely having a utility guy as a bonus
1: and unlike his father he has a little bit more more pop than him
0: Really, I I was unaware of that.
1: Yeah, he's got he's got some good pop. I remember there was a stretch there where he seemed to be like hitting home runs up and right.
0: Gotcha. All right, so well, next time we do a show like this, let's talk about over unders for win totals and maybe like pick out our MVPs or something a little early.
1: All right, let's do that probably in about a week or two, maybe even next week. We'll figure it out. All right, I'm down. All right, well this is it for he got to third base. I'm going to end this call by saying Joe Buck sucks.
0: (laughs) I follow that.